Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9. My next guest is Nomsa Butelezi uh, Shezi. She's a South African actress best known for her role as Awalani in the SABC2 soap opera Movango and also for hosting the Mzanzi Magic reality show Our Perfect Wedding. A very good evening to you, Nomsa. Thanks so much for joining me. Hi, hello. How are you? I'm very good. I'm great. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time. And of course, you know, this uh, this segment really looks at your money journey, at your money lessons. Take me through it. I mean, where did it all start for you? Oh, money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> the most favorite thing, you know, when they say you're loved, I wish I'm loved like money. <laughs> our favorite but thing, but we just don't have enough. Our favorite thing is... Um, my relationship with money, I'd say, it started a long time ago when I was um, around 15. Um, I just came out of school, like it was after school. I was doing my grade um, 11, I think. Yeah, I was, I was doing my grade 11. And then all of a sudden, I, I just thought to myself, I need to get a job. You know, I need to get a job. And then I went to the theater um, company um, and then I auditioned with my school uniform. And luckily they took me and then I started earning money, I think, 50 rands every Friday. And I was, a, I was a kid, I was at school, and 50 rand was like, yeah, jackpot for me, you know. And um, I would keep the 50 rands, you know, because I used to walk from home to school, you know, like from school to home. So I didn't have, I didn't have to use transportation. So I had a lot of 50 rands. Like I knew if I had my 50 rands from this Friday, okay, maybe I've got 200 rands a month. And then it will accumulate and then I'll start being a, a loan shark for my fellow colleagues who, who had who had um, a life maybe during the weekend, maybe drinking, and then Monday they don't have money. So I started making money like that. So, Mashonisa. so you say <laughs> loan shark. So how tough were you? Yeah. Are you charging interest? <laughs> I didn't charge interest at first because, you know, I was helping, you know, a colleague was, you know, coming to me on Sarah, can you please give me money? You know, I have to buy this at home and I drank it maybe or I used it. And then I'll, I'll lend him maybe 100 rands and then it'll take time, some of them, uh, to pay me. That's when I said, you know what, if, if you take time, uh, you're going to add 10 rands more. <laughs> So it's going to come as 110. So they knew, so they had to pay on time. But if you're late, 110. Well, you had, you definitely had a system going there for you. But so this is how you got through, uh, you know, your last bit of schooling. Um, And and you started in the theater. When did you start making a proper paycheck? I started making a proper paycheck when I, um, I got another job with uh, the late Peter Nguenya. Um I was working with um, Terry Peto and uh, Smangele Mbata and Figueroa Lomanga 
Yeah, you know, you know, coming out from the township and me being part of that theatre, it was a dream for other uh, artists, mm-hmm. you know, because because when you was respected, they knew when we, when you're under him, you make money, you know, you make money, and I was happy, you know, and I remember I was unemployed for a while, I was unemployed for a while, and I was praying for work, and then all of a sudden a phone call came and said, I want to talk to you, and I was like, to my mother, oh my God, this person is like Peter Gwenya, the Peter Gwenya. I mean, I'm telling my mother that big people are there. And then all of a sudden when I go to town and then he tells me, I've been watching you for all this time and I want you to work with me. And then, you know, when he first said to me, I'm going to pay you 3.5. I'm gonna pay you 3.5 oh every God. Friday. Christmas. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you 3.5, and then it's gonna be more if we have shows. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I went home and I just cut my hair because I didn't have money for hair for hairstyle. But you know, back in the day, you know, it was, <laughs> it's a hairstyle thing you hair do. You know, short hair was a was a thing. So, but they didn't know I didn't have money. So, mm. and then yeah, I think where it started where I think then from Pitanya I moved uh, to um the big things, you know, like I did yeah, so many things in theatre and then I started television work while I was working with um Pitanguenya. Somebody approached me to 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 start try T V and I thought it was a joke. But then I tried and it happened and I got my first ad. Uh, it was an upside head with Bafana Bafana. And then I started making money. But the real paycheck came with Vodacom Samanavi. My real big money. <laughs> so tell me, who, I mean, you you know, I've spoken to you before. You've got a very good work ethic and you're still very big on savings. Uh, but who oh. shaped your, who shaped your views around money? Who helped you, you know, understand how to work with money? Was this just you on your own or was there somebody holding your hand? I think um, life lessons, my darling. I think life lessons. Mm-hmm. I had to teach myself. I had to teach myself. And I, I feel that there are certain things that happened in my life that made me uh, more matured and more like I, I would plan for money. And some experiences, they left me um, with, with, with big experiences. And some of them, I don't want to go back there. But I had to learn to, to take care of money. Because when you when you grow up in a township and you're on television and people see you as this person who's rich and there's money and stuff, you know. I remember, you know, I sometimes say or I say when I, I, I watch, I blew it. I'm like, I, I think I should be there, you know. <laughs> I blew it, you know, and. <laughs> Uh, it's learning, you know, because I think with my first paycheck, um, I, I thank God I, I was very clever. I fixed my mother's house. I renovated everything. And then with my last cent, I was like, yeah, you know, people, I don't have bread. I gave people money. You know, some would say, are you celebrating you? I want to celebrate. Can you buy me beer? And I'll buy people. I don't know beer, you know, and I think that on its own, uh, it, it shaped me to be a better person you know that you must know how to use money and stuff and um i think i did it on my own it's just my life experiences and losing money that made me very clever with money when did you lose money um i lost money back in the day back in the day when i was starting out you know um i think i had i had money in my bank account and 
all of a sudden was gone. It was gone and people came to me. I remember there's a woman who lost her baby, her two-year-old. She didn't have money to bury her child and I buried the child. I remember people coming to me for like like a lot of things. And some people would come to me, they don't have money for going to school and stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. and stuff. And I would give them money. And then there's family, you know, people from the family. And, you know, whenever people see me from my family, they do not see a human being display like uh, anymore. They saw a money machine. Yeah. You know, they see, uh, they, they see an ATM. And which is something that I really love to have a platform to speak about because young kids are coming up and they are they're, they're coming into the industry and then there's the spotlight on you. And then you realize that there are people who look at you and they look up to you and some are really need, like the need of money. And they really come to you for real with a, a real problem. And then there are people who are just there to just eat you up. And yeah, yeah. and then it happens, they... You, yeah. know, you know, black tax is such a common theme on this show. Often when we speak to guests sharing yeah. money lessons, they uh, mm. they talk about the fact that this was really hard on them and it still is for many of them that having to help out at home, help out in the community, it is, mm. um, it's almost, uh, you know, um, uh, expected of you and it's, and, and you can't just get away with it and say that I've moved on. I have my own life. Uh, you know, you still have to give back. Back, and that takes away a lot from what you are trying to achieve in your own life. You know, there's something that I said to my daughter the other day. I said, you know, I want to work. I want to work hard. I want to set myself. I want to make sure everything is okay. Where when you grow up, when you are working, I don't want you to to be obligated to take care of me. You know, I want you to come with with, with something that, you know, you just remember to your mother. It's not like, oh my God, I have to. Like mm-hmm. when my, 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 my kid gets a first paycheck and stuff, there's a thing that, you know, in our culture, take your first, your first paycheck at home and stuff, you know, and which is good. You know, we know we're not saying it's a bad thing. It goes in and deeper and it cuts us deep and we're bleeding and we are bleeding to an extent that we can't talk because when you talk, you know, people are going to judge you and they're going to go, but, but they don't know what you go through. You know, the, the, the moments where I was in a dark place, you know, I was in a dark place. I did not know who to talk to and stuff, you know, and there I am. I'm seen as this money making machine and everybody, even people who work, they still abuse me, you know, people who, who have their own income. And, and, and I ask them, sometimes I would just vent out and say, but you're working, what's happening? What's up? Well, I mean, you're coming to me, I mean, you're getting paid end of the month and then on the on the 10th, you're, you're asking money from me. You understand? I think it's unfair. I feel people abuse their own money to abuse me, you understand? Yeah. So it's a circle, it's a circle that I feel it will never stop, but it's it's, it's up to me how I control it, but it is very painful to to be stuck in a very dark place trying to make ends meet for yourself, and then the people who are abusing you, and and you feel when 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 you say no, um, it's like you're gonna be like a bad person. People are gonna go, yeah, yeah, she's on TV now, she's on television. No, but this she is the thing. All that. You know, this is you the know? thing. People put you on these guilt trips. 
And, yeah. and just because they see you on television, they think that automatically you are making tons of money. But it does take time and it takes a lot of work to actually get there. And in time only will you make, you know, better money. But still, it does not belong to anybody else but yourself. Why are you now suddenly obligated and being made yeah. to feel guilty for not giving? For two years, I lived in a very dark place, you know. People would would see you and, uh, and, and they don't know your life, you know. They don't know your life and people will just judge. People will just, you know, act like they know, but they don't know, you know. I remember I stopped my own life. I lived in a bedroom. I mean, a television actress in a bedroom. I had to live less for other people. You know, I, I I remember a time where I my one room house people even celebrities will come to my 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 one room house and I was okay with it. You know, but when people came in that one room house, people would say it's beautiful because I I created my own castle there. I created beauty. I I I, I created my dream there. You understand? Yeah. And when you enter that one room, you'd see, wow, Gomorrah Diva, beautiful, you know, your cupboards, your whatever. But I did not, I think that one room symbolized me inside. You know, I felt I was, I was pressed into this small, small thing and I couldn't breathe. And, 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 and the, the, the thing is, I had the ability to go and rent out a bigger place. You know, my kids would sleep on the floor and I would be, you know, something, it was like me- messed up two years. And one day I, fo- I put my foot down and I said, God, you've blessed me. You've given me the, the opportunity to work. You've, uh, you've given me the opportunity to entertain people. And thank you because um, I'm getting something from, uh, from, from this job. But it doesn't show because I live like a person who, who, like, who just works in a whatever, you know. But one day I just woke up and I, I called my friend and I said, please help me look for a place. And then she was stunned. She was like, are you serious? I was like, it's enough, you know. I've, I've, I've lived my life for people. I have taken care of people who never take care of me, you know. Mm. Um, I remember there was a time where I was broke and I was always wearing this jean skirt. And they were laughing at me. Family was laughing at me. You know, they gave me names because of, I was wearing that jean. And, and... And they don't know the pain that I went through because the money that I had, I I I I, I spent it for them. But when it was gone, nobody had my back. Then I had to learn that I have to work my, my I have to work again, you know. And I, I made money, and then I made yeah, I made money. And then I started saying, you know what, I'm going to change my life. And I remember my kids when they went into the new place and showed them their beds. They were like, really, I'm going to live here. I'm like, yes, we're going to live here. We're going to live here. And I, I, I sat down and I said, for all the, these years, I've been under stress. Yeah. You know, I've been under stress. I've been, uh, sometimes I did not have, I did not have them. Uh, them. I had the money, but I gave people money. I gave family money but and Nonsa, I forgot I think, about myself. I think what's so important and we've got to give gratitude is that you've emerged from that. As you say, you've learned. I did. 
and I've now you're planning better and you're in a much yes. better space. Yeah. No, yes. sir, unfortunately, we've run out of time, but thank you so much for your honest, honest contribution to the show this evening. Thanks so much for sharing all of that with us. And we wish you all the luck and uh, hopefully we'll see you, thank you very uh, much. on the thank screens so a lot more often. Nomsa <laughs> Butelezi Shezi, thank you so much for your time this evening. My Money and Me, every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.